0: in a moment, but not yet. He grimaced, grabbed his left knee and squeezed hard. He glanced over at the two figures covered by gray blankets on the other side of the room. Robert and Frank, his only living links to a happier world, were not yet awake. The sun's rays had not reached their bunks. They were not yet stirring. Their blankets rose and fell, up and down ever so slightly, barely visible, providing evidence of the breath of life. For this, the first blessing of a cold autumn day, Keith closed his eyes and thanked his creator. Once there were ten of them. Now, only three. Death claimed them over the years, one by one, whittling their numbers to a fragile trio of the fading elderly. He guessed that they had reached their eighties by now, although he was unsure even of that. The seasons and the years had marched slower with time. The earth had slowed her axial spin so as to prolong the torture to which they had been condemned. There was no way to track time. Not anymore. Keith never feared death, yet fear had not escaped him. Indeed, the fear of outliving the others, of remaining as the last man standing, Loomed always as his greatest nightmare. Blam! Clang and clang and clang A clang, 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 clang. The metal trash can bounced across the concrete floor down the middle aisle between the bunks. Get up, old dogs! The guard loomed in the doorway with a bullwhip in hand. Like every new whipmaster over the years, this one too would prove himself on this, his first day on the job. Water time! Move, move! The guard clicked his heels. He was standing just in front of two other jack-booted guards with semi-automatic rifles. Get up, swine! Perhaps today we will shoot you, he laughed. Or perhaps we shall cut you up and sell you at the market. Self-bemused at his own ranting monologue, the guard stepped into the cell and kicked the trash can again. Clang, 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 clang. Then, whoop, 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 against the concrete floor. Keith swung his feet over the edge of the bunk. His body shifted in their bunks. Robert's arms shook and his face twisted with pain as he tried to get up. His weathered forehead showed deep lines and wrinkles. He opened his mouth wide, desperately trying to suck oxygen into his lungs. The whipmaster ignored Robert, at least for the moment. He turned and marched back outside the prisoner's concrete barracks and perched himself at the entrance, where he continued to bark a string of orders. Keith's feet found his worn leather sandals on the concrete floor. He slipped into them and stood up. Robert wheezed, coughed, and again tried to stand. His legs shook as he pushed himself up from the low-lying cot. Keith reached out, found Robert's elbow, and helped steady his friend. Frank fell into line. Wearing only heavy black garb pajamas, they shuffled out the door toward the waiting guards. Keith always tried to focus on things of the creation. The sunshine. The colors of the trees. The moon and stars when he could see them. Whap! The whip cracked on the ground behind them. Faster, or goats These things the moon, the stars, reminded Keith of the Creator. Somewhere, still in control. Somehow. But now, each day it was harder somehow than in the years when he had relied on the strength in a younger body to survive. Now, each day was... Whap! Sometimes classical music played in his mind and gave him inspiration. Sometimes he heard the great hymns of the faith. This morning... The lyrics and words of Beethoven's Ninth danced in his head. Joyful, joyful, we adore thee, God of glory. Whap! Ah! <laughs> Keith dropped to the rocky ground. The whip had opened a gash in the top of his foot. He grabbed his foot and lay there. Above him, the world spun in a painful blur. Angry voices of three guards filled the air. The two with the rifles yelled at the one with the whip who yelled back. One of the rifle bearers knelt down, pulled a handkerchief from his pocket, and tied it around Keith's bleeding foot as a makeshift bandage.